We are so. we are here, John, in Mobile. Yeah, I was Al- I was Alabama. trying to listen to how they say like you know Mobile. Uh, yeah, right? Mobile. They say it real fast, like Mobile. Right. right. You know. So yeah, we're in Mobile, Alabama. Right. Which, I'll tell you what, the town is really nice. Right. It's very very clean. Uh, people have seemed very very nice, and uh, well, you know, I've always been able to bond with the locals. So for me, I've never been in a town even in Chicago is nice to me. You know. And that's tough because Chicago ain't nice, isn't nice to anyone. Yeah, really. no. Yeah. So, I mean, so for me, it's like always. Yeah. So when I find a really friendly town like Mobile, Alabama, right. it's like even easier for me, you know. Yeah. Do you want to tell people why we're in Mobile, Alabama? No, no. I'm going to keep it a secret. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Well, and usually I, put, I find songs that, that go along with the city we're in. But really, at the end of the day, there is only one song about Alabama. Really? Really. I mean, no, there's a lot, but oh. the one, the only, the, the you know, the is it, uh, the quintessential. So let's play our open, and then we'll okay. get into it. All right? Sounds good. From the Arthur Outlaw Mobile Convention Center in Mobile, Alabama. The site of the National Fireworks Association Spring Expo 2022, this is the Fireworks Brigade. podcast celebrating the people and the passion of fireworks is sponsored by star fireworks in fargo north dakota and now here's johnny star and ron the banker right they make a good choice on that one that was really good yes who sings that again that's uh (laughs) leonard skinner man leonard skinner sweet home alabama um, uh, I'm trying to think of the other guy. Was it Nickelback or who sings in our Alabama song? Or, well, there's uh, a lot of Alabama songs. I don't. I don't know who sang that one with Cheryl Crow. Picture wasn't that? Nickel- oh no, is that Kid Rock? Kid Rock, yeah. Okay. Kid Rock's on Alabama song, doesn't? Oh it? yeah, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, we're, we're so that's what I thought when you said, you know, there's one and only. I thought no, for sure it was going to be Sweet Kid Rock. Home, Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good choice as usual. Right. 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 You're, you know you know you're in the south though you hear all these the y'all. accents y'all y'all, y'all yeah y'all. a lot of y'alls here y'all, you know y'all yeah. doing this you know and I, um I, I don't, I, but i kind of like it i like that y'all yeah you know i'm gonna start using that to work you all you should you should yeah you all just too crazy for me <laughs> you know but it, it, but it also goes along with um you, it's just it doesn't stop at a y'all you know it's gotta be like you all just too crazy for me see it's gotta go it's gotta flow right the well, you all is just a start and then the rest of it flows real natural and, and we know you're, you're like our resident uh you know you got the voices you, you do the old jewish guy you yeah. got you do the biden you do the tony montana so i think you could pull it off yeah you all just too crazy for me <laughs> it's almost like um yeah it's a it's a mixture of nationalities in that. In that, uh, <clears throat> yeah. You know, the minute you get off the plane, you know you're, you yeah. know, you know you're somewhere different. I like when a guy yeah. got off the plane with a mask on and his friend was picking him up. And he's like, "You all don't need that here." <laughs> no. <laughs> Just start laughing. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At least someone gets the, you know, at least someone's getting it right. You, you know? all don't need that here. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. all, you right. all don't need Biden either, but you got him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so. We are, yeah, there's uh, Steve Hauser just came in here now. He's, um, He's looking around fruit. here. He's got fruit and everything else going on. Here. Yeah, sit down hey, there, Steve. Steve. Have some fruit, eat up a little bit, move some T-shirts around, whatever, make some room here if you like. What's up, Steve? Steve's, uh, Steve is going to eat all the fruit. He says, I, I'm not, I can't see that fruit go to waste. He's... He's just, he's got to eat it. I do too. It looks good too. I haven't had, I I opted for the cookie, but uh, the cookie just, um, I don't know, didn't cut it for me. I should have just went with the fruit. No, no, I'm good. 
John thinks he's a cookie connoisseur. He said the cookies aren't good. Yeah, something. I think it's a hybrid chocolate chip. I think they put something else in there to like, uh, you know, how these, you know, new recipes are. They just, they're not happy leaving it alone. They got to like, we'll just put our, our touch on it. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's okay because I like it. <laughs> hey, this is a great room, by the way, Steve. What a great event, I have to say. It, um, it's fantastic. Uh, outside of the air conditioner blowing in like crazy out there, but it really is. A, is I love setting up in the hallway there. That was really nice. And this room is awesome. And uh, weather's been great. I guess we're going to get a little rain tomorrow, maybe in the morning or afternoon. But talked with some of the locals. They said by 2 o'clock it should be all right. Yeah, so that'll be good. So it shouldn't bother us at all. Pick up the orange mic so we can hear you. Yeah. Uh, Steve, he For a sec. Yeah, Steve. And we want to hear you. Yeah, Steve doesn't really want to talk to us, but we'll 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 put him on to talk a little bit here. Um, yeah, can you hear us, Steve? Are you on there? Yeah. I okay, can hear good. You. So, anyways, right yeah. On. So we got uh, Mr. Steve Hauser, president of NFA, sitting here next to us, and that always makes us look really professional. When you see when you sit down, people notice. They're they're like, with my background, they're like either Johnny Starr's in trouble, going to get thrown <laughs> out, or <laughs> Steve, it's not PGI. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I get confused now. Okay. <laughs> No, 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 not PGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PGI always throws me out. But, you know, you guys always <laughs> welcome me with open arms over here. But anyway, so, yeah, no, what a, a really a great event. I do like this uh, this area. And I, I was telling Ron earlier the, the trip to the port was just really yeah. fascinating. That, that was really neat. Yeah, I mean, I've been to several of them with now because of this whole COVID thing and did Long Beach in L.A. and stuff. But it was really nice to uh, have a guided tour and uh, it was you know, I thought it was going to be more of a walking tour, so that's why I was like, I better bundle up a little bit. But I was glad it was on the bus. It was perfect. I think, you know, for people who yeah. aren't really in the know of the whole shipping and the whole logistics of everything, yeah. you know, like I was telling Ron, I go, look at as they unload, as they are, as they're loading the front of the ship, they're unloading the back of the ship. You know, I mean, it's just how they go down in a row like that. It's just fantastic. Oh, I mean, it's, it really it's, is. It's very choreographed. I, yeah. You know, I'll tell you what was amazing was, you know, when we parked out there on the dock at the, you know, at the bow of the steamship. Yeah. And they were loading it. And you saw those guys operating those cranes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, that was like ballet. That <laughs> oh, was, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. They had that time ride. That thing would just swing yeah. out of the boat right onto the next one. And he said, oh, yeah. He said the kids these days are good at that job because of their... Video game, video game play, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they've been playing yeah. video games and they got the the hand-eye coordination, and that's down. how they, and that's how oh, they, that's unbelievable, and that's that, how they drive these big yachts with the, that joystick because they're used to that, you the, know what I mean? Those guys, I mean, I don't know anything about it, but they have to get paid a pretty penny, right? To, oh yeah, to oh, yeah. operate those yeah. cranes, yeah, yeah the yeah. stevedores, stevedores, and, and all they all they get paid a really a really good buck. What did you hear? What he said, you know, when they load the deepest ones, they have to go eighty feet below the yeah. dock line, yeah. right? And on the far side of the boat, they can drop the container in there on the far side and be up, out, and picking up another one within 40 seconds. Yeah. It's That's just, unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then when you, like, I've been to the ports in Singapore, uh, which is one of the largest, you know, shipping ports. And, oh, my God, it, it's, you know, they, and, and there, even in Hong Kong, just them big magnets. Boom, the magnet drops on it, picks it up, and it's just really incredible. So, um, no, it was, really, it was really good to see. That was really nice. <laughs> and um, I think uh, well, a lot of people really enjoyed it. From what I've talked, they really enjoyed it. And, oh, yeah, uh, I think that, that went over well. Very well. I mean, I'm telling well. you, we've had some really neat things going on here. I mean, oh, yet, yeah. yesterday um, we, we had to train the trainer course. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
a new fellow taught the course for us this year. Mm-hmm. And he did a really good job. He had a different take on it. You know, the people who went to that class really, really liked it. They said, you know, well, we know we'd been to some of the others, but we had to get refreshed. And it was a nice new angle for him. So they got some more information. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had uh, the head of AFSL came in yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he gave a good talk. And, you know, he talked a lot about the CPSC because he was there, yeah. um, you know, for 10 years. And he had some really good information and put, put a lot of things in real good perspective, you know. And uh, I think, you know, Jay Howell, that was him. I think he did a good job, you yeah. know, and, and, and people took away some good information from that. And then the port tour today was really exciting. Tomorrow right. we've got a social media marketing thing What time is that at? One o'clock. Oh, you okay. know, and it and, – you know, it's to try to help navigate the, the world of social media marketing. we got to sit in on that. Fi- yes, we will. Re- relative to fireworks, you know, yeah. which is kind of right. tricky because, you know, a lot of the search engines, you know, they'll ban you or boot you off. You know, they'll say, well, you can't have the word fireworks. You yeah. know, you hear these stories about Facebook and yeah. they won't let you put it on there because yep. it's terrorism yep. or something. I don't know. But um, so she's going to talk about that. She's with a firm out of Atlanta. And mm-hmm. they also do like a lot of sports marketing for like major league teams and, uh, you know, NFL teams, NBA teams. Oh, wow. So I think I think it'd be that'll be really interesting as well. It really is. Uh, you know, uh, when I first started off in the fireworks business, uh, marketing was one of my fortes. And I love coming up with new ways of marketing and new different things. And it was in a lot of ways so much easier for me years ago. I was younger and. I knew, you know, working my background with the newspaper all these years and radio and everything, it was like, it was it was fun for me. But a lot of the social media now, I don't use, I don't choose to use at, at my age and at, you know, where I'm at in life. But it's definitely needed for the business. But since we don't use it, since I don't use it on a daily basis, um, it's hard for me to illustrated in the business so when i sit in on some of these meetings and geo fencing and geo tracking and and you know and the social media and the tiktok and the instagrams that i don't really use it's harder for me so what i do is i sit in with a bunch of younger people who are really into it and i'm like does it sound good to you you know pitch it to them don't pitch it to me because it, it all sounds greek to me you know so yeah, that, that's that's what my problem is yeah. too. i mean you know i'm all right I'm a little bit past the bell curve on the tech yeah. age, yeah. and uh, but I I want to go to it because I have a lot of customers that'll be asking me, you know, things oh, things yeah. about that. So yeah. I'm I'm looking at it to get kind of a general background education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll probably hear right. some good ideas, yeah. um, and then be able to set up, you know, like customers of mine to help them out and just yeah. say, hey, well, here's some ideas, and here's someone you ought to go talk to. Yeah, and that's what we're gonna. That's why we want to sit down in a two and just to kind of get some ideas. But yeah, I knew early on. I'm like, I gotta hire some young kids to to sit in on these meetings because it's I, I don't, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Because and I don't. And it's not like I don't want to learn it. It's just that without using it in my daily life, it's gonna be very hard to use it once a year or or, or twice a year during New Year's. And you know, and I always tell my girl that works for me, you know, blow us up on Facebook and all that other stuff in the month of you know April, May, and June, because that's when they're only listening to us. After that, they don't care less what happens to us. And then, right. yep. then they tune in back again in November, you know, for Christmas. So, but yeah, when you, when you, for me, when I don't use it on a daily basis, it's really hard for me to get my point across to the workers. Yeah. You know? So I'll be, it'll be an interesting meeting. But you know, once again, there's so many great things at this expo. Like I said, if you, you saw a product out there, it's in stock. You can buy it. You know, if you're looking for merchandise, it's here. So um, there's so many. The, the tour, you know, that, that's a, that was a free deal. I mean, how do you beat that? No, yeah, I know. And I have a question about the tour. So 
we were in the first bus. I think you were in the first bus with us, right? Yes. Yeah, the first one. Who was the uh, gentleman that was conducting the tour? Who was that talking? Did he work for the port or work for the city? He he works for ASM, and ASM basically they're the they're the people who would lease and be the administrators. Is that APM? Of the port. APM, isn't it, or ASM? No, ASM. I think ASM. It was. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, they're they're a global. They, they, I mean, he said, you know, he made the comment how they have operations at ports all over the country. Um, yeah. But Denson White was his name. I thought he did a great yeah. job narrating it. But uh, so and he talked a lot, and you know, and obviously it's his job to talk it up and make it sound good. So, and I know enough to be dangerous. But with the stuff that he was saying is was it hyperbole, wishful thinking, or do you think that the Alabama can compete? Uh, you know, on a large scale. You know, I, I think the one thing that they, they understand they need to get more of is more rail links. Um, you know, right. they, they need to get more outbound to more locations. You know, he and he acknowledged that. You know, he kept bringing up the fact about the Midwest. Yeah. Um, you know, and in, in he mentioned, you know, my home state, Missouri, yeah. you know, regularly because he knows that that's where the fireworks central is. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the import companies. But, no, a lot of what he was saying made absolutely perfect sense. And, you know, right. what was neat was, you know, when he opened up the the tour by talking about, you know, that booth where they, the intake, you know, and he said, hey, look at our port. You know, we, That's what we, I liked. I saw we that. We started in 2008. You know, we mm-hmm. started using tech, not bodies. And yes. so we have tech implanted into this thing. So a lot of this stuff that in most ports you have to actually have bodies in. You said you're out at Long Beach. Oh, I yeah. Mean, okay. So, you know, a lot more bodies. You know, and here, the, those trucks were flying through those things. Yeah, and, and I was going to mention how fast they were going everywhere. through there. And no stopping, no clipboards, no looking at numbers, no walking around the trucks. I mean, all that takes time. I was amazed, and I saw that immediately when we started the tour. And I was going to mention, I just love the fact that it's all done on camera, all videotaped. It was just in, out, and even uh, even the leaving, even in the, in the lanes leaving were fast. You know, the part of it that really excited me most from a practical standpoint is, you know, you remember when he was talking about the bridge? Mm-hmm. You know, he said, we're right. building the bridge, and he says, well... You know, the bridge with that, you know, it, it's going to take us, you know, like two and a half minutes to get around here. We do the bridge. It only takes 30 seconds. So they save two minutes. Yeah, but more than that, they save a lot more than that because they're building a bridge on private property. They can build a bridge fast because they don't have to go through federal highway commissions and all that kind of stuff. But remember when he referred to those uh, those trailers that they yes. were taking the containers in and out of on the boats? Notice yeah. they didn't have pins. They were kind of like boxes. that They had they were up on the side, so it kind of held the container in there. Yeah. They can use those to move the containers directly to the rail. No need at all for separate tractor trailer and chassis systems. Yes. And if you have to And go no with, CDL drivers. If you have exactly because you're on private property, you yes. never leave. So if you have so if you can do that, what you're saving is also the time of hooking and unhooking and then pinning and unpinning. So yeah. you're on a per container basis, you could theoretically save 20 minutes a can oh, moving it and you could literally drive it from the boat to the rail car yes. if you were organized in that fashion and I thought that was great yeah the only thing that I told him he needed to do is they, they referred to those things as the uh, the bomb box oh yes that yeah. they dropped them in I said well now that you guys are handling explosives yeah, you, you might, might want to yeah, change yeah, the name yeah, change that one yeah, yeah exactly you might want to get rid of that name yeah but uh, well yeah so they've done one one load of fireworks hazmat right and that was like their inaugural and mm-hmm. so they're hoping to do a they've lot unloaded more. one one ship uh was uh a week two weeks ago something like that he said 
and then they've got another one that's Watch coming your, in in about a week. We got Ed here too, Ed Vessel, right? Is this Ron? Vassal. I was gonna say, look at this. I mean, we got two of the. You know, we look like rock stars sitting with these two guys. I mean, you know, see, I was telling Steve earlier, when Steve sits down, everyone starts noticing us. You know, when they look at us talking, they're like, look at these two morons. What are they doing? They're, you know, they, they pretend they're airline pilots. But when Steve sits down and then when you sit down, we know. Oh, A little bit of legitimacy. Yeah. We got the vice president and the president. Yeah, right I mean, here. they're going to be like, people are yeah. waiting in line now to get on this microphone because they see, you know, they see quality here. You know? Hopefully, hopefully. It's a great podcast you guys are doing. You've yeah. been doing it for a while. Enjoy listening to them. Uh, yeah, uh, picking back up on the conversation, though, that first ship came in a week, week and a half ago. It had 200 firework containers on it. Fantastic. And, but I think there's another one kind of on its tail, supposed to be due in next week again, maybe. So oh, okay. It's uh, Well, you know, like the tour guide said today, you know, they have the infrastructure. You know, they just they, they need the business, like all of us. You know, we can all get bigger if we have the business. And, and the more business we can give them, I think they'll grow a lot faster. It takes money to grow and it takes business to grow and they will grow if, if needed. So I'm hoping that it really works out for them because we <laughs> we gotta get we gotta get past this forty thousand dollar or whatever it is hurdle. I mean it's 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 well, wrecking the multipliers, it's killing the industry and it's gonna get worse. I well mean, will having this you know, port make it cheaper? Oh put sure it will just because there's more competition. Yeah, supply and demand. Although we got more options, you know. So Ed doesn't agree. Well, che- not, cheaper cheaper is a very relative term. Well, well, you know, right, some, right. some of the people who it's not going to be overnight. Near as familiar yeah. with the the logistics process as as most of us at this table. You know, when when will freight prices go back to where they were? They're yeah. not. They're not. That's, well, we won't see that day. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean. Has anybody seen a fuel surcharge yet? Because you would sure think that's. Oh yeah, that's, that's already happening. Is it? Yeah. Have they already added that yeah, on there? The, the, I didn't the, know if those had been added or not. Because yeah. that had to be very recent. Well, inland freight's going to yeah, kill the, us. You know, inland freight's going to kill you now. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, uh, I kind of came in in the middle there, but it is pretty exciting what we saw today. I thought the port oh, tour yeah. was a fantastic thing for the NFA right. members to get some real oh. in-depth insight into the process involved. Right. Uh, so. You know, I hope they saw some value in that and it helps them understand the process and, and create. And just don't blame us. Right, right. <laughs> right. I mean, well, it only to helps to improve yeah, yeah. relationships across the board because everybody wants to blame somebody. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, there's a whole lot of pieces to that logistics puzzle. And, right. uh, you know, and, and even Denson today with APM here in Mobile, you know, that's who manages the port there. You know, he. They kind of That's have their right. hands tied ABM, because yeah. of That's because right. of contracts that are written in China, you know, as to as to who's handling certain things even after they've been unloaded off the ships here. Right. So, no, yeah. it was. Uh, I, I think, like I said, it was, a, it was a great value to the members of the NFA. This has been really it's a great great convention. This one here, and I think hopefully it catches on and more people start to show up because there's a lot of value here. And if that was any other organization, you would have been paying for that tour. Yeah, and absolutely. most of those people on the bus, in a lifetime, they would not have a tour like that. They wouldn't. Right. They're not going to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So it, I think it was really, really beneficial, and um, I hope that they did. I, I'm sure a lot of people got some value, and at least like you say, they, there's a more better understanding instead of just pointing the fingers at us and saying, well, where's my container? Well, <laughs> we're in the same boat we're all in, you know? Yeah. So, uh, no, it was really good. Yeah, well, yeah. It, helped, it helped you appreciate the enormity of, of, of what it is and what it takes to, to 
just unload that stuff. And I can't imagine. I mean, what Long Beach is what oh ten God. times bigger? Yeah, uh, well, well, it's, I, it's probably more than ten times oh, bigger. Is it? It's about yeah. twenty-five oh, yeah. to thirty times bigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually, was, I, well, Johnny, I, you were out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just talking of acreage alone. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine that I've gotten to know out there at the port. This was, you know, last year when we were doing all that that port relief stuff. And one of the guys out there that I dealt a lot with, who was kind of one of the boots on the ground, you know, where he was like in the connection. I mean, you could call him and he could tell you where a can was and he could get somebody to go deal with it. Um, he, he just called me, you know, last week, and I'd say, well, Thursday about. And he was just kind of you know, like checking in. Hey, how you doing? You know, I said, oh, I'm good. You know, he goes, what are you, what are you doing? You know, how are you handling your stuff? And we talked about that. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, how's things out on your neck of the world? You know, how you doing? He goes, oh, you know. And he goes, it's just the same old thing. He said, last week, he said, we moved 1.2 million TEUs. And we heard that yeah, term yeah, today. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, he says, normally when we would move, he goes, it used to be if we moved 800,000, we were like popping champagne because we reached some sort of massive milestone. Yeah. And he goes, now we hit 1.2 million, and we're just like, yeah, just keep swimming. We've got a lot more yeah, to go. Lot more he to said go. it's not even a point of celebration. It's just, right. it's more like a wow, you yeah, know, he yeah. says, because you look on the horizon and a lot of boats sitting out there. Yeah. I, I know we had <clears> some report last week. It was like 66 or 65 that morning. You know, we're still out there. So, yeah, it's just... Um, yeah, it's 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 really it's really a nightmare, you know. But uh, so yeah, was it uh, 1.2 million TEUs? So it's about 600,000 um, of our 40 footers, basically. Yeah. You know, I don't right. think there's too many 20s on a ship anymore. You know. Yeah. No. So uh, it's uh, about 600,000 containers. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, pretty it's, impressive. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. There, he said, "Well, there's 600,000." Containers well, still out there? Is that what he said? No, no, no. 1.2 million TEUs would right. be 600,000 40-foot containers. Right. That we that's use. what they yeah. moved in that's one week moved. in that's Long Beach, you yeah. were saying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what they moved in one that's week, what week in Long yeah. Beach. So, yeah, putting it, in, uh, putting it for the people you know at home, it's 600,000 containers, basically. Right. You know? right. So, yeah. Un- unfortunately, when we toured the port today, that was a pretty small ship by comparison. Oh, my God. What yeah. do you say? It was a 4,500 TU ship, you know, yeah, and, and they can and take up to 14,000 here in Mobile. So, yeah. yeah. That was a small and, ship, and even by to, Mobile standards. Yeah. And then up to 18,000 once they uh, dread the canal, I imagine. Right. Right. I was surprised to see how much depth those ships required. I didn't realize that uh, oh, yeah. the bigger ships, there's 65 feet under the water. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah, no, deceiving. It's, it's really incredible. I mean, and when, you know, I, I've taken my boat across from uh, Racine, Wisconsin, over to Saugatuck, Michigan, which is almost directly across. How many TEU is your boat, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, I, I think there's another term that's on the boat of mine. But anyways, it starts with a T, but anyway. <laughs> but um, so, and you, and you see these big freighters out there in the middle. And, you know, when you're, when they're out there, you're looking at them like, are they going? For, which way are they going? Because yeah. you really, you know, when you're, they're moving so slow, but they're but you're getting closer. It's like, are they going that way? Or are they going this way? I'm like, well, the pilot house is always in the back, so you got to remember that. But it really is interesting when you see them out there in the middle of the middle of the uh, lake there, and it's like unbelievable. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that was really good, and uh, and it looked like all the booths were really busy today. I mean, it seemed like everybody was uh, humping and right. talking to a lot of people. And well, I'll tell you, my feet hurt. Yeah. I, I I haven't heard from a single person that's not happy that they decided to come here. Good, good. That's what we want to yeah. hear. As yeah. far as either from the vendor side or from 
the people who are strictly here looking to purchase and make new contacts. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, and, I and, think and, it's good. This has turned out to be real nice. I mean, the setup's nice. Oh. It's, it's oh, a nice, a great homey, close-in feel. Um, we're back to the afterglow. We were talking last night. We were sitting so around. So important. Some, some of the members, you know, that you know, some of the older ones we've been around for right. a while. And, yeah. you know, we were just kind of like, this is nice. We're all sitting in a big room, and we're all chatting, just like the old days. Yeah, no, so important to have these. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, normally, you don't want background noise for a podcast, but I hope this comes through. I mean, oh, people, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. This, this room is this full is of people. This is why we like to set up here. The, yeah. the food here is fantastic. Right. Both nights I, we've been in here so far. Said the same know. thing. I mean, wow, the afterglow is great. And I was just thinking to myself as I sat down thinking about, boy, I remember sitting at the table with Bobby Blake and Jerry Gasper and a whole bunch of others that, you know, have passed on. But how we just really enjoyed the afterglow and everyone. And, of course, you know, when the Chinese are able to come back and you got, you know, 300 people in a room, I mean, it's just fantastic. So yeah. I'm really happy yeah. to see the afterglows come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's important to keep those uh, – things alive right and keep keep the the traditions alive and stuff john and i started talking on the podcast uh like memories or things that you can't get anymore talking about you know how certain things just go away you know and you can't do it anymore so he's been he's been telling old stories about different fireworks stories about stuff that happens in china and stuff and we've been getting a kick out of it talking some banker stories too steve oh banker (laughs) stories some old banker stories you know like the uh you know the the uh, stripper coming in to do a dance for the uh, you know chairman of the board, uh, you know, going in her o- going in the office and shutting the door and the and the curtains. No, and stuff. we didn't do that. That, that stuff don't happen. That, that stuff just bank don't do you work anymore. at? It was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Actually, I. I remember the days Banking of, of Hillary you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, Back in the day, you used to see bankers, and they'd be walking around the lobby of the bank with a cocktail in their hand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they'd be out there just chumming it up with people and chit-chatting and everything. And, you know, of course, when I was a little kid, I was like, boy, this is a good job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, not anymore. No. <laughs> Steve, have you, did you? I don't know. I kind of came in a few minutes late here. Did you guys get into any of the other things that we've got going on with the NFA as far as uh, did you have a chance to mention committees or anything like that? Some things that have, we haven't talked about that. Some we were, things that have changed over the last, yeah. you know, where we came from, where yeah. we're going. We've got a really cohesive board of directors, I feel like now. I think I'm okay. the newest member on the board in my second year, um, I guess, up for election this year. Uh-oh. Yep, you are. In September, You're not nervous. Yeah. You're not nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. I'm not sweating. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Uh, cool and calm. But yeah. So we formed. Uh, we wanted to get more member involvement. We want to feel like we are transparent, approachable. I mean, this is an organization of members. Any one of these people in this room could step up and run for a board position this fall. Right. You know. Uh, but they don't have to be on the board to have a voice or to be heard. So we wanted to, uh, one of our ways of reaching out was uh, identifying members looking for people who were willing to volunteer and spend some time. So we've probably got, I think, close to 20 people on three different committees now that we're having yeah. bi-monthly meetings. Uh, Steve is heading up uh, our governance committee. And we'll, I'll yeah. name the three of them, and he can speak on his, and I'll speak on mine. I'm, yeah. I'm heading up a membership committee, and Bob Kellner is heading up a financial committee. Okay. Um, and, I, you know, I, there's a few of our community members, committee members here today, and we've already decided we're going to have a meeting as soon as we can after this convention while it's fresh in our minds. And what can we do, get written down on paper yes. to make things better going forward for the membership. And tomorrow's um, seminar I'm pretty excited about came about because of the committees reached out to the members 
we actually hired uh, Nisha Kayap, I believe. I hope I pronounced her name yet right. But almost everybody at this convention, I think, could benefit from going in there because we're all trying to sell something. And right. she's doing a seminar on social media marketing. Yeah. And we prepped her because one of the issues in this industry, and it doesn't matter if you've got one small stand here in Alabama or if you've got 100 brick and mortars, you've got to advertise. You've got to put yourself out there. Right. You've got to market yourself if you want to sell product and hope to grow in any capacity. So. Yeah. Uh, we prepped her by letting her know, you know, don't come in here and tell us, buy ads on Facebook, advertise on Google, because this industry is kind of blacklisted on a lot of those platforms. Yes. Right. So we're interested to hear what she's got to say, and we hope that's another big beneficial yeah. thing for the members that yeah. are here with us this week. Yeah. And then, Steve, if you want to talk about do the you governance guys, committee a little bit. Do you record that at all, or do you save it and put it on your website? On should your be website? recorded. Yeah. Video? No? You, you, you start getting into that and, and you've got, you know, somebody coming from a business that does this, you know, so she's probably got some proprietary information right, there. Right. Yeah, that's true, and, too. Yeah. You yeah. know, you, you, that, you, you go out and do that. And you that and it's a benefit for the members that paid for their Echo yeah, right ticket yeah. and, and traveled and here to join us. This that's week. right. Yeah. You know. No, so, so many benefits uh, this year, especially, you know, I mean, obviously the first one we did was, you know, right before COVID, during COVID, basically. So we couldn't count count camp can't count that but uh but really this is a, a a big benefit to the members this this uh convention you know it's uh it's the more spring, yeah. i call it more of a like a boutique convention you know we get really get a chance to talk to people one-on-one -on -one and spend some actual quality time with your customers at the booth and um and look at all the benefits between the tour and and right. tomorrow yeah seminar. You, you you can you can have a lot more best word for it, intimate yeah, conversations yeah. with people because you're not so flooded or, or overloaded you know um, you know, at a convention where it's, you know, it's just a train of people coming by and you're just kind of like, hey, hi, how are you? Not, yeah, we'll talk later. And yeah. you, sometimes you never get a chance to. And that is but, what, uh, uh, that's what me and Ron said um, about the first convention. You know, we, we drank bourbon with AJ. We sat here <laughs> and talked to you. I mean, you know, it was more because there wasn't that many people that we all got to sit around and, and finally talk amongst ourselves for a change, you know, and uh, which is really important. So, yeah, I'm, I, I like this, uh, this yeah. one here in the in April, you know, very nice in March. So what does the so, governance yeah. committee do? Well, we, we're, <clears throat> we technically call ourselves the government affairs committee. Oh, okay. Um, you know, so it's comprised of myself and five other members, um, you know, representing, you know, both, you know, the B realm of fireworks as well as the consumer realm. Um, we're focused on, you know, things going on in government, policy changes, um, you know, things that are going on with regulatory bodies, how to address them, you know, what battles need to be be fought you know where do we think we can try to bring industry alignment together with you know all of us um you know and we're really working on that so we've got you know between the members we're right now what we're doing is we're looking at some uh, dot things that are going on relative to 87 one <laughs> what's 87 <laughs> C and a little bit of A, yeah. um, because that's those are those are some topics, and uh, you know so we're we're looking at that. Um, DOT has reached out to us, so um, you know we we're in that conversation, so we're discussing that. Um, we're also working on the on the professional side with uh, some ATF issues mm -hmm. um, regarding employee possession questionnaires and the, the uh, way they're going to treat uh, personal medical information. Um, you know, there's some concern on the professional side that the way this thing reads, um, that, and, and the ATF, frankly, has pretty much already done it, but, you know, the way it reads and the concern is, is the way this thing reads is they can release your information to any public entity or person they wanted to. 
and that's your medical records and so there's concern in that industry that that will discourage people from becoming empl ah. em employees um, so that could create an employment problem you know on the B side so it doesn't have to always be with regulatory changes that affect the industry because of rules but it all could be side effects of rules mm -hmm. you know so we're looking at that um, we've got a couple more topics we're going to be following up next week um, we're also working on the disposal of hazardous materials um, and, you know, one of the things that uh, has been brought to light in the committee, um, because we've got a couple of gentlemen on the committee that, you know, one, one is an attorney, the other one has an attorney-type background. Um, they're, they're very familiar with fireworks. And, you know, we've always talked about what happens, you know, if the CPSC was, you know, they come in and they say, hey, you know, this is a bad item and it's failed. And, and you, if you want to try to get rid of it through a hazardous material service, you know, it's cost prohibitive. Very you know, expensive, it, yes. It, it, it could bankrupt, you know, yeah. a, a small company. I mean, it could be just literally a blow. I mean, you're talking fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 if it happens a few times, hundreds of thousands of dollars just to get rid of it. Yeah. And you may only have $25,000 in it. Um, and a lot of the problem that we've discovered is that a lot of the de Department of Natural Resources folks, the EPA folks and stuff, they look at the stuff and they say, oh, it's hazardous waste. But you know what? It is not hazardous waste. Fireworks do not qualify as hazardous waste. They, are, they do not meet the chemical testing that is, you know, for the ingredients that qualify it as hazardous waste. So under the, um, you know, the, the statutes and under the laws and how they read, it's been always assumed. And most of us even were like, well, we would call it hazardous waste too, right? Yeah. Right. Um, but it's not. It doesn't meet that standard. Um, so it's getting it off that to say, okay, we're not disposing of hazardous waste because that's where the EPA comes in. We're disposing of a hazardous material class product, but it is not hazardous waste. So we're going down the line of that to try to bring that into particular, like, you know, in, the, in my state of Missouri, DNR is, is Department of Natural Resources is pretty much who has the final say because I had some stuff that mm -hmm. failed, some smoke items. Lots mm -hmm. of people had smoke items fail last yeah. year. Um, so I contact the fire department. CPSC says, yeah, you can burn it. The fire department's cool with that. They'll, they'll sign off on it. You know, the fire department would witness that mm -hmm. it was good and everything was done properly. So I called the fire department. I said, hey, CPSC's fine with doing this. You know, can you come out to my place and we're just going to light a bunch of smoke? You know, nominees, I don't want to sit there and light 400 cases worth of, you know, yeah. one by yeah. one by one. So I want to kind of throw them in a barrel and burn a burn few at up. a time, a case at a time, right? Yeah. And they said, well, that's going to get into the DNR because that's hazardous waste. And, and this is new. That never used to be the case. No. Yeah, this this is really breaking right here. And, yeah. and, and, and so now you know we're armed with the information of no it is not hazardous waste and the assumption was they were assuming dnr is assuming i assumed they knew what they were doing now we come to find out guess what it's not and we none of us knew what we were doing so let's get the record straight and let's figure out a way to do this because this has been a problem that's plagued the industry for a long right. time and ed i know you've talked about it a lot too well yeah this was one of the first things when i came on the board that i had mentioned you know that i'd be willing to take on a project to kind of try and stay ahead of this before new laws get passed on how to handle it. I think the big problem right now is there is nothing documented on how to handle this stuff. Right. You know, and uh, Missouri's always been friendly, but there are some states who for years have said, 
no, the fire marshal is not familiar with the process. A lot of smaller rural fire marshals, AHJs, may not be comfortable wanting to deal with the federal government at the CPSC level. So they, some in some states, they have There's, not been yeah, comfortable doing be, this. Yeah, they don't want to be involved. And so, like Steve talked, they're forced to ship this stuff at, at a great cost and have it destroyed by just a handful of companies that are licensed to do that. When in fact, the best way to get rid of this stuff is to use it as it was intended. And if the local fire marshals want to sign off on it, the CPSC in almost all cases has been okay with that. We don't want the DNR or the EPA coming in and doing something because we, we've got a liaison to the uh, NFPA on one of our committees and he gave me some stats that were just mind-boggling. You know, there's basically some super fun sites around the country where this stuff has been shipped, and for one reason or another, whether it was tied up in a court case or whatever, there's millions of pounds of stuff sitting in containers that the floors are probably rotting out of. Now the stuff's leaching into the That's how you create problems. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know? Stuff comes right. in, it gets failed within 30 days. I mean, have the fire marshal come out, shoot the stuff in a field, burn it in a barrel, something like that, sign off. It cannot re-enter the stream of commerce, and that is the CPSC's main concern there. Right. Yeah. So we are, yeah, and I, we would love, as as the NFA, to be an uh, integral part of creating a document that is a guideline. You know, there's, there's just nothing out there right now, so nobody really knows how to handle it. So we want right. to make sure that we at least have a voice and, and steering how that ends up, and yeah, before things get changed, right? Yeah, yeah. and then and then one one other thing that I, uh, the the government relations committee is is working on, is trying to develop a you know safety program, um, drawing on you know what the NFA did with the CPSC uh, this past you know last July mm -hmm. of twenty one with the safety message, yep, and trying to bridge that gap between the regulatory agencies and the industry to try to say, hey, let's band together and let's come out with some real concrete good ideas, particularly revolving around education. Yeah. Because, you know, if you look at all the statistics, a lot of the injuries, you know, yeah, you know, there's injuries, there's deaths. But when you look at the statistics on those deaths, they're from misuse. And, and misuse is, is education. Yeah. And um, working on ways to get everybody banded together to create a message on that, create a program, draw on the strengths that we've established, um, and, and you know promote that. Because if we can get on the if we can't get on the common ground of safety, you, are, are you right. kidding me? Yeah, exactly. I mean, really? should all be able to agree on safety? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So right. But well. yeah, a lot of fun things. Ed, I'm glad you actually brought up those committees because that's important. Yeah. And yeah. and before we move on to whatever else we're going to kind of breaking news i guess here on the podcast we've known for a while uh, but probably just a handful of people unless you took the class the other day um, and i'll preface it by saying tom dunaway was a, a great service he did a great job for the nfa for a lot of years as our uh, dot guy but um, we have hired art fleener as our new consultant and he is freshly retired from the dot oh wow and, and the people that took his class yesterday um well, the, the best comment I got is we're glad he retired because he's good. Yeah. You know, and I talked to Art on his way out after the class and, you know, just told him we want to make sure that we've got a good contact that can reach out to us or directly with you for our membership to help them navigate right. that part of their business as well. So we have a, a new uh, representative for DOT issues who is very fresh. Yeah, they were thankful yeah. that Art had retired out of the DOT and decided yeah. to move to the private sector. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's obvious you guys are always doing something to make it worthwhile for the members and just to you know, increase the value of, of what you guys got going on here. There's always something good, always something new going on. So, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's something Ed, you know, had, had, had mentioned. You know, he goes, we need to do a better job as, as, as yeah. a board of, you know, communicating to people what they're getting, you yeah. know, the value. Right. You know, it's, it's this isn't an annual cocktail party. Yeah, I, mean, I think too this, many people thought the NFA was an annual trade show. That's what the right. NFA was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They didn't have any yeah, idea this, what, what else you did. This, this is a real thing. I mean, right. it, it's a living, breathing thing that it changes, and and, right. and we're doing new things. And, and we're, we're putting new roots in the ground, and that's good. And yeah. that's what we kind of tried to stress on the podcast as well, ever since we started right. doing the medals and fireworks. I mean, and I and I had conversations with a lot of Chinese companies and at the end of my conversation with them in China, be like, were you an APA member or NFA member? And then, well, no, or yes, or both. I'm like, well, you gotta, you gotta pick a side, and you gotta, you gotta support us because we're the ones that support you. And I think the members, especially after the nine on the boards and the medals and the fireworks, they gotta realize that NFA is really there for them. And I'm, I really think they're finally starting to get the message. You know, it's just not a, yeah, we're going to go here and light off some fireworks and see some demos. This is, a, right. this, is a, this, this is our voice, you know, in Washington that many of these people in this room don't even, really, you know, I think they're starting to realize it now, but they didn't realize it before. Right. And so I think it's really good. And perception is reality. If nobody knows what you guys are doing, you may as well not be doing it, right? So you got to yep. let people know. Yep. Right, right. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. when I first came on, you know, uh, it was in the spring, getting, getting ready to go into Fourth of July season, and, you know, everybody in here has got other things going on. That yeah. we're, we're all here as volunteers and, and trying to do a service right. for the members. But uh, Steve was fielding a lot of calls. But, I mean, you would get calls from – I don't know who they were for CNN or the Washington Post, all these journalists wanting to do stories, looking for statistics and things like that. And uh, so, you know, it, it, we do as good a job as possible as getting accurate information out yeah. there to, to keep fireworks in a positive light. Yeah. And you guys both had demos tonight, right? We had Red we Rhino. Did, yeah. And yeah, then we, we had did. Dominator. Ed's from Dominator. And Red yeah. Rhino is uh, Steve. And I was watching the demo, um, and I noticed one thing, uh, and maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like there was a lot of orange. Is, it, is that a new color, or is that is that newer, or has it been around for a while? Is it just brighter now? or? No, I mean, I always I love the color orange. Yeah, somebody had um, orange you know, and pink. Who's that's what that? I gave you the orange microphone. I even got the orange microphone. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, orange and pink. Yeah, was that, that, yours? that was mine. That was yeah. a red rhino? What was that yeah. one called again? I forgot. Um, that was supercharged. Supercharged, yeah. 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 It was a no, great-looking uh, effect. Yeah, you know, I mean, the colors, let's be honest, I mean, you know, in all classes of fireworks, and Ed, I think you'd agree, I mean, the, the, the capacity for great colors is really just, oh, yeah. Oh, I would say over the past five years, it has exponentially increased. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, what, what we what we as an industry called neon five years ago no, it was, just was a joke compared yeah, to what we call to neon now. today. Yes. I mean, yeah, when you yeah. see some of those it colors. It originally was a marketing word. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Exactly but it belongs was. now. It has earned its, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. 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 I mean, like self-fulfilling you know, prophecy. It came it, true. You know, it, it, it used to be like, you know, when you were a kid and you first went to school, you, you got the 12 crayon box. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 
And that's what we had, you know. And then you remember when that one kid came to class and he had the, what was it, 144 crayon box with the sharpener right, built right. into the back of right. it? And you were like, that's the rich kid? Yeah, that was that's Ron. A, you that know, was Ron. Always. Yeah, <laughs> that was Ron. Ron had, Ron, that. Ron, yeah. Ron had that big, yeah. that big built crayon Built-in sharpener, yeah. yeah. And, and, and <laughs> everybody was envious because we were just like, man, I got like... Gray. Johnny stole it, but Ron had you it know, originally. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I have blue. He has five blues. Yeah, yeah. His, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, we're we're there. I mean, we're we're the 144 crayon box now with yeah. the, with the sharpener, yeah. and you know the colors are are just really good, consistent. They've they've figured it out, um, and you know you're seeing the market really strive for those kind of things, and I think that's how you're you're seeing the quality manufacturers, quality importers. That's what they're that's what they're doing. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, you 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 want to have a nice package at the oh, end yeah. of the day. You want to have the full, well-rounded thing, and and yeah, I mean, it just. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like orange. You know, it I, was I think great. It's, it's, I, I it's thought it bright was bright color. I, yeah. it, it, to me, it just stood out tonight for well, some reason. I was like, man, it, it, it's that pink and orange thing. I mean, maybe it was yeah, the pink I stumbled, and orange. I stumbled into that thing because I was at a factory over in China back when you could go to factories yeah. in China, yeah. right? It was probably about 2016, mm-hmm. and uh, this factory I was at. You know, they had all these different colors, right? And they'd take you out there and they'd shoot stuff. And it was kind of like, yeah, it's kind of same old, same old. I said, I'll tell you what. I said, you got all these different color stars. It's like, just mix them up. Just put random stuff together. Mm-hmm. Just whatever. Yeah. And just make one little shot of it. And let's just see what it looks like. And I said, just just go crazy. Do whatever mm-hmm. you want. We took them out and they're shooting them. Boom. The one goes up orange and pink. And I was like. That looks good. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I wouldn't have ever thought put orange and pink in an insert but it happens so, you know, it, that was the best part about going to china and that's why i missed the most right. and john's you know. pretty frustrated not going to oh china my God. how you guys handling yeah. it oh, hell i miss the spicy cauliflower yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 i you know yeah it's it it's it's frustrating you yeah. know because you like to have that personal connection with your product you know, yeah. I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I know that's what's killing you. Know, you know, and it, you, you don't get to have that. I mean, yes, you know, I've got office over there. I've got staff over there. But it's not the same. You you, you, you feel a level removed. And, and now stuff comes over. And, you know, I can't I can't pick something on the video. I, I can't I mean? either. i got to do it live. And yeah. I can't trust somebody else to just do the full picking. So I have to have samples shipped over. And then yeah. i got to shoot them. And then I got to pick them from that standpoint. The one thing that you miss with doing, and, and, and you can pick stuff, but what you miss is a lot of times you get to go over there and they'll shoot something and you'll say, you know what? I liked that one thing in that one, but I want you to put that with this. Yeah, I've done and that. And then for I'm going to come years. back yeah. in two days and we're going to pop that, and that's usually something you buy. Yeah, you're usually watching a, a demo of samples from one yeah. company at a time or something. And I, I like the first half of that cake and the second half of that cake. Well, that's pretty easy to come well, up with. Well, it's like that cut and spinning paste. chrysanthemums that you had in a couple of cases. Some, I, I forgot what you called it. Some people call it spinning chrysanthemums. Jellyfish. Jellyfish. You Another know, chrysanthemum I mean, shuttles. Yeah, I had that. I had that effect in a cake. I saw it, you know, over 10 years ago, and I said, you know what? I want a, I want a cake with all that effect. I want because I'm going to use that in the displays. I want that, and 
it, and it sold like crazy. Every you, you couldn't get enough on the shelf because I said this one particular cake is going to be different than all the rest of them in this whole building. And it's just like the colors. Yeah. It's not just the colors. The effects. The I mean, effects. That, that's a, a you, you never used to see a long duration effect in consumer fireworks. Never. That was yep. always something you saw in four, yep. five, six inch, you yep. know, 1.3 shells. Yep. At pro right. displays, but I mean, look at look at the hang time. Well, I, was some of say, consumer, I was just going to say, look at the hang time. now, yep. you know, and then that jellyfish effect. Another longer yep. the fall. Some of these falling leaves, you know, you're getting five second oh, yeah. hang time on falling leaves and consumer fireworks. Multiple now, so. color changing stars. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And aside from, really? yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw. Mean, I don't remember who shot it, but it was last night or tonight. But the, yeah. They no, shot it really was nice um, color changing. Yeah. It, like I say, and and the, the between the pricing and the freight, and then not going to China, I'm I'm losing that that passion, and I and I feel it, I know it, you know, and uh, and like I say, I'm not a video guy. I've hired people now to watch videos for me, and then report back to me what they think are the best videos, so I don't have to real, sit real there and first watch. world problems. John. Yeah, Johnny's I mean, hiring guys to watch videos. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna be off in Cabo yeah. making coffee pretty soon. Well, I mean, you know. but. But, but, you know, I, I, I think I, I don't want to d- throw water on your, you know, not feeling like you're into it anymore. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's, it's still a way, you know, I, I find it a little, a little exciting in, in, in this regard. Okay, we had our system. That's how we operated. Now we're going to create a new system, and we're going to see how we can make that work. So you're still creating. You're still making something new. You're doing it through a different methodology. Yes. Um, you know, so that's still exciting, you know. And. Frankly, I mean, look at the effects. You yes. know, I mean, they're just God. There's so much cool stuff out there. Yeah. I mean, you. you I just feel you it could it. be cooler and, if I was over there to change it. <laughs> think, well, you know, hey, everything in due time. It will. Yeah. yeah. I'm hey, hoping Rome, October. Rome wasn't built no, in a day. Yeah. Yep. You know, but John just likes it's, travel. It's, it's it's take the take the challenges that are at you, solve the problem, fix it, move on. Continue to deliver the great product, and I think that's what the industry's doing. Well, everyone I mean, in this industry has always done that. I mean, in our life, in our industry, we're used to, you know, face these problems head on and move on. And I, I think that's one of the things that go with this industry. I had a guy you know? tell me, "This is this okay, you podcast guys. Here, why don't you figure this one out for me?" I, we, we, we talked about this before, but we've round circled now. Um, fireworks. A, a, a fellow told me one time when I was on the B side because that's how I got into fireworks. We were at a display site and. I was running this bee company. I had 150 shows going off on the same day. Oh wow! And so I've been I'd been on a shoot site for three days because we were doing three days worth of shows. And while I'm there, I'm constantly on the phone. Nowhere near the E match. Yeah, yeah. Of course, <laughs> of course you weren't. You don't remember all those yeah. rumors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, you turn your phone on, the whole yeah. site's going to blow yeah, up. Of course you weren't. never did. But um, on this particular day, it was very just. Dis- Stressing to me because we had uh, we had a number of hiccups, you know, and you know a, a CDL driver, you know, he had blowout on the highway, um, you know, another guy, you know, he got to his shoot site and somehow they'd mispacked the truck and he had all these five inch shells and he couldn't even shoot five inch shells, um, and then the worst case was we had one guy on a site and he was doing something he shouldn't have and uh, he blew up the truck. No. Um, and so the show went up and blew up the truck. Now, fortunately, the, the, the man was okay. And that's the most important thing always. But right. I was fit to be tied. I had no sleep. I was tired. I was about to take my cell phone and just, just smash it into the ground. And he goes, Steve. And he was an older gentleman and I'd shot with him for many years. And he said, Steve, 
He goes, it's just fireworks. I said, Gary, what do you mean? I said, what are you, you're talking nonsense. What do you mean? He goes, it's just fireworks, man. He goes, I've been doing this for 25 years. He goes, I know one thing. He says, well, I know two, but I know the answer to one for sure. He says, fireworks is an acronym. It's an acronym. And I said, okay, Gary, indulge me, whatever. Just go ahead, you know. And he goes, I know it's an acronym. And he goes, and it means, he goes, you have to figure out the words that go with the letters that communicate this message. He goes, that's the part I don't know. He goes, but the message is, everything goes sideways at the last minute. But you figure it out, you conquer it, you persevere, and you pull it off. He goes, that's fireworks. He said, if you figure out the words that go to those letters that communicate that message, he goes, you have solved the riddle of fireworks. I still haven't figured out the letters. I was going to say, have you done that yet? No. No. Too busy with the NFA. No. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Oh, we need that. All right, John, that's homework for you. Try and figure that one out. All right, I'll put that on my list. <laughs> you, you know, a big topic here this week is what we mentioned earlier, when will shipping prices go down? Well, they won't, they'll never go back. Clo- I don't think they're close to where they were. No. I mean, they know the people setting these prices are saying, well, hey, they're still in business. They're paying these prices, you know, so that, that's going to be a. Well, we're going we're gonna to see a big thing after this year. Let's, I'm, I, I, like I told Steve, we're going to see we're not going to see fireworks go up but we i don't know if we're going to see freight go down that much but we're going to see there's going to be a lot of changes there, I, there is there's going to be a lot of changes and you know everything is supply and demand and we're just going to see how much supply is left after this year and quite frankly with the pricing and everything like that um the budgets people have um yeah i don't know we're going to see this, it's going to be a change this this could very likely be the year that a lot of we find out what the yeah. consumer is willing to pay we know uh, it's not secret. The average ticket, and it varies by region, but the average retail ticket is somewhere between seventy and one hundred and twenty dollars. Is what the average consumer spends in a retail setting. Yeah. Okay. Seventy percent of that is on credit cards. So we're down to thirty percent cash in the industry now. Well, yeah. These are averages. You know, yeah. I don't know how that aligns with what you yeah, guys are doing. Yeah, that's about right. No. Um, but look, I mean, you know, uh, there were stats put out last year that said COVID almost double or did double consumer fireworks sales. You know, the, all the big town displays got canceled, right. public events were oh, yeah. happening. So what people do? They went out and bought a pork steaks, beverages, and some fireworks, and they had fun in their own backyard. Right. The fireworks sales didn't double because people spent twice as much money. There's a legit whole new crop of firework fanatics out there now right and so it's really but unfortunate timing that right that happened. You lost and the then, momentum right. and then here we go with probable sticker shock coming right. up this fall right and, and for our members we're not you know even so much worried about that but i've been trying to educate people talking to them today because some of the people here at this convention are the some of the smaller mom and pop businesses that are here looking to purchase from wholesalers who have the stuff in stock now? Yeah, you know. So, uh, but you talk about an innovative industry. Some of the stuff that we shot tonight, we've got like, just for instance, a twenty-four shot five-inch canister shell kit that is forty-five percent less CBM than the standard. 424s that we've been seeing come over for a decade. So that you talk about being able to reduce your CBM 45% on some items, you know, that that's one way that just innovation between 
the importers here talking to the factories like you guys are talking about and the suppliers yeah. in China. Yeah. Well, that's so, one thing that's happening. So how do you do that? Is it the packaging or the... It's the packaging. It's yeah. all the, we've been shipping. We've been shipping so much air for so long, and you know, you guys that are selling it here are going to have to put a little more work into educating the consumers because yeah, it does. It looks smaller on the shelf. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, like it's the same thing. You put you put the exact two sh- uh, ten shot items next to each other on the shelf, but you put one in a bigger box. Even if it was a couple dollars more expensive, they're going to buy that bigger one every time historically. Right, but it's just air. But exactly. But yeah, not I think now though. This is the year. Yeah. Yes. That that lower cost item. Well, is it'll mean find something. it finds a way, right? You find I mean, a way. American to families well, are yeah. going to feel it in their gas tank. They're going to feel it in their refrigerator this year. And, you know, fireworks are not a necessity. Yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm going to interject there. I'm I'm still more positive on it. Um, you know, fireworks aren't a necessity. That's correct. But fireworks a are a once a year indulgence a for tradition. many many people. Right. Yeah. Yes. And. You know, when, when, when you have a once a year, and, you know, I don't know, I mean, hey, have, have you gone on vacation lately? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you do, you're going to realize that you went on vacation for three or four days and you spent four or $5,000. Right. And then you're going to go, whoa. Yeah. Now, now I know why I don't go on vacation very often. I do it because I don't have time. But, yeah. you know, you still you go, dang, that was, wow, that was a number. And, you know, I think you're going to have people... Yes. I mean, I'm not debating the fact that it, that it is a real thing and it's conservative. I mean, you know, it's concerning, excuse me. But I'm a little more optimistic because I do believe that that once-a-year indulgence and with, with gas prices, what we saw the last time when last we had time, these gas yes. prices, people didn't go on vacation. They had staycations and they bought fireworks. And they bought fireworks. Yeah, and you know that's what? True. Even if you're – okay, so you don't go on vacation, even though fireworks cost a lot more. If you go on vacation, you're going to spend four or five thousand dollars. Even if you stay at home, even if fireworks are more expensive, you spend a thousand or two thousand. I think that was where that word staycation started getting thrown. That's, That's the first time I heard it. With what two thousand eight, when gas yeah. hit four dollars a gallon, and, um, and, and and even that too. You know, like I say, if you go on vacation, you're going to spend that much more too. You know, the vacation that cost you five hundred now is going to cost you nine hundred to a thousand. So everyone, you know, I was going to go down to the uh, Palm Beach Boat Show next week. It's a thousand dollars a ticket for airfare. I'm, I'm like, it's not worth it. You know, to go, I could drive to Florida if I had a little more time. You, you know, know, you so. know what I think is, is I think you know, for people that like to, you know, go out and eat all the time, that's going to go away. Yeah, Th- they're going to stop doing that. Okay, because that that's something they do regularly, and they say, okay, if I don't do this, I can save so much money. Okay, yeah. but that once a year indulgence thing. You know, that's right. the thing where they're like, you know, I only do this once a year. I don't do this every week. Right. You know, and, right. and yes, it is a real thing. Inflation is a real thing. I mean, I'm a mm. former banker. I mean, I can, yeah. we can talk economics all night long, but that's too dry of a subject. We don't want yeah. to do that. But, I, you know, I think the, the thing about fireworks is, is it's a good psychology release. I think it's a happiness. It's a celebration. And, you know, I think maybe the question isn't let's see how we can test. I think we're going to look and see how much people value their their once a year their indulgence yeah you know and yeah and yes well, you know retailers are becoming smart they're trimming margins you know wholesalers are trimming margins and and i think that's you know sometimes business cycles do that you know yes. and what you don't want to do is run your customers off because you're trying to maintain a margin that you had equivalency on three years ago guess what it's a rough time right now we all take a little bite of the bullet and uh I think we keep the market strong. I'm I'm still pretty optimistic. About well, like I said, really we do. 
we built that momentum up in right. 2020, and 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 I said it then. This momentum should last a good five years right. in the industry, and unfortunately, we're 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 sticker shocking them back. And see, I used to get a lot of guys coming and showing. Ah, I don't shoot them no more. I let the, I go see the big shows. I just let them let them do it. You know what I mean? And then when they then when they came in, they really you know yeah, it wasn't bad. The kids were nice, and they went to sleep early, and we had a good time in the backyard. We just don't want to sticker shock them back into the big shows. That's what we don't want to do, you know, and, and that's what I'm most afraid of. With the people who are on the fence until 2020, and then they're like, hey, this is really good. We don't want to shove them back to the big shows again. Well, yeah. but well, if, if I'm if, hoping if, we if don't. You, if you don't want to sticker shock them, then you're the guy that has the power to oh, decide whether or not you're going to do that. No, of course, but right. the bottom line is we have to make money. you got well, to stay in no business. Quest. There's you know, no question, yeah. but, you know, lean times for everyone. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we, but we have to stay in business, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of people do that and keep their margins so low and a drought hits and you owe $400,000 out and you better have it in the bank. So, um, you know, it's I like to take the bite of the bullet, but, you know, I tell people all the time, listen, if I can't make any money, I shouldn't be in this business, right. you know, and uh, well, there's that. And you got to remember you know, that, sure, you know, sure, absolutely. And once you take a bite of the bullet, they want you to take two bites, three bites, just like our administration wants us to do now. We expect too much as Americans. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I don't agree with that, you know. Yeah. So you know, we have to we have to be careful, and uh, and like I say, when you add that formula in for the freight. You know, and you look at those markups. If you don't sell that merchandise, you're you're at you're at zero. You didn't make any money, especially in the wholesale industry. You know, what I mean, if oh, you don't sure, sell percentage of your product, you're you're at zero. So I mean, but and I, it's it's hard. I think what Steve is saying, though, as you know, we talk about it in the opening of every show. It says the people and passion of fireworks. I don't think you know, and Steve, what Steve is saying is, I don't think you can underestimate the people's passion for fireworks, and it's a once in a once a year thing yeah. and, and it's a tradition and you know and and uh you know if people uh, have to save on gas or save on vacations they're probably not gonna you know they're still gonna spend the money on the fireworks because you gotta it's they that gotta indulgence and that's that passion that, and it's uh, once a year that was a great thing to bring up that word yeah. staycation because that's yeah, yeah. exactly what happened in that's 07 right. 08 right. i don't remember what year right. it was yeah. but yeah right. people stayed home bought fireworks and and look even if even if things are down let's say drastically 30 percent would be crushing most of the time to be yes. 30 right but if you've almost got to throw the last two years out you yeah. know because if it's you're down 30 percent this year yeah. you're still way up from where you were in 2019 yeah. right that's right. a very good point yeah yeah, yeah you you're, we're not going to match 2020 i don't care it was the stars were aligned the money was there people were making a lot of money and uh so it's things yeah. changed, you know what I mean? So we're going to see what happens. But well, this past Christmas season in the South, where they were already seeing the uh, wholesale prices and the retail prices adjusted for these high container rates, because, yeah. you know, a lot of the goods that came in, you came know, in the, the, the container prices, you know, jumped effectively in August. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, we, yeah. Went, we went from July to August and we doubled. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous when you looked at your freight equivalency factors. I mean, it was like, oh, my Lord. Mm-hmm. And... This past Christmas season in the Deep South, right where we are, best season ever. Yeah, even and farther east here on the Gulf Coast, coast, the buyers or the sellers that I talked to said, even the the big one one zipper cakes and the three inch nine shots, they they were still 
paying those prices, the adjusted prices. There you go. So, yeah. yeah, but you but know, there is a, there is a limit. There is a well, there will, there's always a limit. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to sell but, a three inch nine shot for five hundred dollars. And you, and you, you make, make up some of that with the you know the decreased CBMs and all the other stuff that you can do, and maybe you bridge that gap and you meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. 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 Well, we've been shipping a lot of air, and quite frankly, a lot of these companies, uh, like I mentioned, no names, but a lot of them came out with you know nine shot racks, big boxes that were two inch tubes you know i mean there was no reason for that but they it was fooling the customer but shipping a lot of air well now they're not gonna be doing that anymore i mean you know that's right so um and the customer is gonna you know the customer is gonna see it but as long as it looks the same in the sky exactly right yeah close your eyes and yeah yeah no i mean before they made it bigger to deceive people now they're gonna make it smaller so yeah and we gotta gotta educate the customers i mean look at some of the stuff tonight at the demos i mean there were fireworks out there we we were shooting at basically the equivalent of a professional level major league ball field yeah we're covering the field yeah you are yeah yep I Some mean, of those so, willows were unbelievable. Yeah, yeah two forty-two so, shot you guys you, shot. You, you, you didn't, know, I didn't see the you, size you, of it. But, you didn't you know. see That's and couldn't get that in yeah. consumer fireworks five years ago. It's another no. one of those reduced CVM items. Yeah. You know, yeah. we used yeah. to have a two hundred twenty shot zipper. You know, some of the real popular ones that were always coming in as one ones. It, it's. They shot one tonight at the demo, and I, you know, I saw them like two hundred forty-two shots lower CVM, because you know those one one cakes are great, but. You know, I don't. You can't get that much money for them. You know, yeah, you, so we're gonna need to do something with them. Yeah, the, yeah. the calculation on per CBM is just just got so high that it's hard to ignore anymore. Yeah, when you when you look at your priceless and you see tanks, <laughs> you know, for I don't know what is one hundred and forty some dollars or something per <coughs> tanks, you know, wholesale price. You're like, wow. I mean, but you know, it, you know, sixty seven. Oh, they're, they're getting about ready to close down. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We, we do have Sorry. an 11.30 cutoff. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, 67.50 or something was the freight cost on a, on a case of tanks, you know, when you calculate oh, yeah. the CBM. Oh, yeah. Just, no, no, you know, no, no, the freight costs you more oh. than the product. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's I mean, why that's it's a, that's a real thing. That's you why know? everything has changed. So what's yeah. going to happen is is in those in those kind of instances with those items, you know what's going to happen is you're just going to start seeing products go away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. You yeah. know, I mean, think of like cone fountains. Yeah. For crying out loud. Yeah. Gonna, I mean, you know, you take like a... You yeah. take like a 12-inch tall cone, yeah, and you calculate it out. I mean, three fourths of the cost of the item has and, to and do with the shipping. And the cone is this big. the necessary part. Yeah, the necessary part. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that gets into the whole fact of you know, hey, we just got to change the way we mix this and how we market it. Yep. Yep. You know, um, the problem is, is you know that the, the industry's got to cycle out of that stuff because you can't take that same cone that everybody had always bought at that rate shrink it down to you know four inches tall and say it's the same thing I mean, good luck convincing people of that you it's know and fact. how many we know it's a fact yes but that's going to be a tough sell yeah. and how many times do i've you know of course you can if you got time to sit with some of the customers on the retail end and you know we're all busy but how many times i've sat there and said trust me it it is small but mighty you know and then they're like no i trust you and then and i know, almost so feel sell like it. it's happened to i think the fireworks industry may be as innovative as we are i think we're maybe a little behind on that i mean you know go buy a bag of potato chips now and then go try to find one from five years ago in your pantry yeah. a lot of things have shrunk oh yes. for the same reason same reason know, yep. yep shrinkflation is that what the term was the potato chips are the nine on the boards of the food world right you yep. get you get 30 percent chips and then they puff the bag with air and yep. seal it and it looks like a nice full bag. yeah yep so there, there's that yeah, absolutely are yeah. you saying that we should put a disclaimer on there that says you know uh, uh 
you know, weight sold by weight, not volume. volume. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be interesting. Uh, but you know what? Like you say, we we always move on. We're all we're going to be here next year. We'll be doing the same <laughs> thing. Probably talking about the same items. But you know what? We gotta you gotta stay you gotta stay positive. It just that it sometimes I tell you what when you when you're not on the ground floor in China and you got all these things facing, you're watching videos and you're up at four in the morning like I am talking to China. You're like. You know what? This is starting to get a little aggravating. You know, at yeah. least for me, anyways. You know, well, but, yeah. um, this, this is the part where Ron's like, "Yeah, I'm glad I'm a banker." No, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. You know, but some days you know, not I so mean, much. You know, Ed's company, my company, Johnny, your company. I mean, we're all working through the same things. So we're yep. all working really hard. Yep. yep. You know, and and, and we're we're going to deliver the product at the oh, end yeah. of the day. That's going to yep. meet the market demand, and we're going to do it in a high quality way. I, I think mean, sometimes you just got to remind yourselves that you're, you know. You're in the entertainment industry. You're yes. putting smiles on millions of Americans' faces. Every you know, time a kid walks in that store and looks and goes, oh, and his eyes and just lights me up because they're looking, oh, my yeah. God, he sees such Color, colors, colors yep. and, the, and, the, and the aisles are packed high. And there's like, right. you know, and that's, our, our, that our forefathers it. came up with some great quotes for this, you know, the pomp, the parade, and. All, all the all these yeah, things, and, you know, if, if fireworks were to go away, what's left? What do we do for patriotism? Right, exactly. You, know, you fly a flag on your porch, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. which I think everyone should make yeah. sure it's lit at night. But yeah. I mean, that, that's a huge hit. I mean, I think Americans are a little too resilient to. I hope so. Even allow that to happen. Yep, I hope so. so. Yeah, I think you're right. The passion of the fireworks that'll stick around. Yeah. Yep. So, so are we losing? I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I I stay away from the news as much as possible because you know I just deters me but are we losing the fireworks in mount rushmore or yeah i not? think it's well they we, the, the governor was trying to get it done and they wouldn't let her the parks commission or whatever's the last thing i yeah, read so we're not going to have them this year yeah, not no not at, not at mount rushmore no, no okay the, yeah. they said they might do it at, in washington okay yeah. yeah i'm just curious yeah so all righty politics yeah. selling so, fireworks yeah that yeah. might be that might be political there yeah yeah yeah, yeah well so. just undo whatever anyone else did so i think yeah. that's a new you know undo the pipeline undo the fireworks yeah. undo the permits yeah just to, yeah undo the gas yeah, undo yeah. the fuel yeah, super, just, un, undo like, fuel independence yeah, you know yeah. i mean why just, would we want to be independent with fuel because yeah, you know no, no superpower i think there was a seinfeld episode i just live my life opposite i think that's what they yeah. woke up one day let's just live our life opposite yeah. and then we'll be fine so that's yeah. working for us. Let's let's remind well, everyone if they couldn't make it here for the spring expo, the fall expo for NFA in Kingsport, September. Kingsport, Tennessee. Yeah, there you go. So if you uh, if you didn't make it out here, make very sure close make to it the there. Smoky Mountains. So uh, yeah. you know, beautiful country. Yeah, and, and, and can we tell them you know when registration starts? They'll hear it yeah. here first, possibly, or yep. do we want to announce oh, yeah. that ourselves? Well, we're, we decided. We, uh, we decided in our board meeting uh, May second, and another May second, a, a Monday, and, and we're making a change. More feedback from our members. We are going to start registration when at noon p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Give Dino more on chance May to the second <laughs> during, during business hours here in the U.S. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So Instead gone or the said at midnight. Go, yeah. Gone or the days of staying up till midnight to get yeah. registered. What, Dino, what, Dino what could never register. You couldn't. You couldn't get registered for the or, demo. For the, for the demo. Oh, for the demos, not just to. Come yeah, to the demos yeah. in the fall are very popular. Yeah, well, yeah, traditionally, absolutely. traditionally absolutely. within. Uh, I, I think in some years within. Less than four hours, the demo spots were filled, and you were All put right. on a, on a waiting list. In one hour, Dino would be like, "I don't believe I missed it." I'm like, "Eastern 
time, Dino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two words. Yep. Easter. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, you so know. So it's, it's yeah. going to be 12 Good. p.m. Eastern Standard Time, May the 2nd, yeah. is when the vendor registrations will open up. Can I say without hurting anyone's feelings, let the Chinese people stay up all night long. I've been doing it for the last two years. Well, it's nothing personal. It's just, <laughs> yeah. like I said, it was member feedback. And, yeah. you know, we... Why are we, you know, it was yeah great for them. It was in their business hours, but what about us? I yeah. mean, you know, so. And, and since you mentioned that, that, that's been a big conversation with us, too. You know, they can't travel. Yeah. You know, just as much as we talk about missing the afterglows and glad to see that back, we, we'd all love to see them back. So we oh, are yes. constantly yeah. having conversations on how can we help our members keep that connection? Yeah. How can we make them still feel like they're a part of the organization? Because yeah. we want them to be. You know, we, yeah. we, and, and video conferencing in them into a screen on the back wall of a booth, that doesn't work. No. You know, that, that's not. Yeah. Um, we, you, we, you can reach out and Skype your suppliers anytime yeah, you want. Anytime you want. Your people. Yeah. So that, that's right. not a benefit fit at the convention for no. them so mm-hmm. we're looking for ideas and ways to to bring people together literally yeah yeah no i think it's um you know what it's we're all doing a great job i think and that's the thing yeah we're gonna have to wrap it up i feel bad for you guys though you guys came in and talked to like a bunch of members and you wind up talking to us too and now all of our members left <laughs> so <laughs> that's what we do here, we kept here, here the, we are you know it too bad we don't have a camera on this you got four guys sitting at a table alone yeah, <laughs> there's some guys over there at yeah. the other side drinking so. water, drinking water. So yeah, th- this was the this was the old Chinese trick back in the late '90s. You know, lock up your supplier all day long, give them breakfast, give them lunch, <laughs> take them around, take them to factories, get them lost <laughs> in the, you know, out in Lu Young somewhere, and then you wear them out so much that nobody else can see them. So that's we did the same thing to you guys. We <laughs> we we got you over and we wouldn't let you go, and now you you guys lost all your contacts. <laughs> They're all left. Well, you. Thanks, thanks Johnny. We didn't, again, guys. we didn't do it. We didn't do it. On purpose though well no. i was about to say you know i look forward to talking to you again tomorrow night but you put in that kind of a perspective yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh, we, don't, we don't want you to, we don't want you to lose any business you know we don't want you to lose any business Steve, well, you know? we'll, we'll be here it's tomorrow all good. Night. we'll it's be all here good. tomorrow night yeah well, thank no, you, thank thank you, you guys what you guys do yep it's i fantastic. appreciate it thank you yep. guys see you tomorrow yep. see you bye-bye bye